Hello, microbrand owners and watch fans. I hope this finds you well wherever you are listening from. Um, I am coming at you today with the first official episode of the Microbrand Marketing Podcast. And I think we have a very interesting one to go through today. As I said, these episodes will be relatively short form um, unless I interview some lovely microbrand owners that may want to come on to the podcast. Now, today, what we're going to talk about is a way that you can market your watch brand completely for free and what that is is selling with a story now you might think yes that sounds relatively obvious jamie i understand what you're talking about but you may not so we're going to go into it i'm going to explain exactly what you can do and give you a task that you can apply very easily for absolutely no money down at all that i guarantee will help you get more of your pieces on lovely customers wrists okay So if we talk about selling with stories, it's something that every great salesperson has done. It's something that has been done for absolutely centuries, since the start of mankind, essentially. The greatest showmen always have some sort of story to tell. If we even look completely unobjectively at religion as a base example, of course, we're not going to go into opinions about religion in in this podcast. But if we look at things like the Bible, for example, It is a story. Fundamentally, whether it is true or not, it is a story that people learn from and people get engrossed by and it becomes a way of life for a huge amount of people. What we're going to do is I'm going to talk you through some examples of how this can be applied directly into your microbrand and how it is going to allow prospects, people that come onto your website, people that see your watches in a Facebook group, it's going to allow them to become engrossed and essentially really, really interested in the products that you have to sell if there is a story behind them. Now, if you are designing a piece, if you have designed a piece that is in early production right now, I guarantee that you have a story behind it. You have gone through some sort of trials and tribulations. Every brand owner that that I work directly with through my business, there's always an issue. The, The crown could be wrong. The movement could be wrong. They could get a batch sent back or sent to them from the manufacturer that are just completely wrong, uh, not made well. And this is something that is a story. It's something that your customers want to hear about. Something that a lot of brands or brand owners like to hide is, first of all, themselves, their face, their story. Maybe it's imposter syndrome. I'm not sure what it may be. Or they want to hide mistakes that they've made. Um, When they bring a piece to market, they want it to be an amazing value for money proposition. Um, It's got an amazing Salita SW200 movement or or 200-1 movement. Um, It's got an amazing crown. It's got a color match date wheel. Uh, It's got a beautiful mesh bracelet, for example. It comes with another bracelet. Um, It could be the highest value proposition out there uh, of any micro brand that's ever released that year, but no one buys it. Now, the reason for that is because they've probably hidden all of the mistakes that they made from day one of designing and manufacturing that piece all the way through to releasing it to the general public. So, The reason that you need to tell a story with your pieces is that people want to buy that story. When you're trying to sell a watch, you know that the people that are interested in buying the watch 
are interested in watches, especially in micro brands. You're talking to fans of horology, people that know what they're talking about. They know what they're getting for their money and they expect a certain level of quality for a piece that let's say costs between 600 and 800 dollars, for example. Okay, they know what they're going to get. They expect a decent movement in something for that price. They they expect uh, or even demand something that is well made and well built and they demand good support from you. That is a given. We understand that when people trade their money, they are getting something that is not an inflated value. Your microband will not last three months if you are inflating the value of your pieces. But if you are telling an amazing story, you are going to stick out above the rest. Every single brand that I have seen that effectively tells the story behind a piece or tells the story behind their brand, they sell a much higher pre-order amount, uh, they have a much higher order success rate and much higher website conversion rate because people become invested in the story, they feel part of the design process and the story has to end with them buying the product. It's something that is very open-ended and the way they want to continue the story, to read on if you will, psychologically is by buying the piece and wearing the story on their wrist. So if we put aside all the value, all the blood, sweat and tears you've put into developing your watch. Let's think solely about the story. So if you're listening along, what I want you to do whenever you have time, open the notes app on your phone and list some of the key points from day one to public release of your watch. Okay. It could even be of your brand. If you've not released a watch yet, the story of the brand, why have you decided to start the brand? What has led you to starting the brand? Were you unhappy with the quality that was on offer in the market? Is there some sort of key moment, pivotal moment in your life that led you to make this change, to go rogue and start your own micro brand and put your own money into something that you truly believe in? What is the story? Now, I'll, I'll give you a brief example. If you are in a Facebook group like the League of Microbrands or Microbrand Watches or Drinking Coffee and Talking Watches, there's three examples. I assume you are if you've started a microbrand. Have a look. I guarantee you, if you scroll down, you will find a brand owner promoting their product. Now, that is fine. That's not a problem. However, it is clearly a promotion and we don't really want to be seeing that in a Facebook group. However, you are also going to find very occasional examples of brand owners that are telling the story of them producing a piece. For example, they might ask the group, they might ask for engagement. They might say to the group, here's four images of case designs. Which one do you guys prefer? I'm really struggling here. They might post again a few weeks. I've just received some, some dial mock-ups. What do you guys think? Uh, really struggled choosing which dial color to go for for my first piece, etc., etc. What they're doing, without directly telling a story, they're letting people be part of the story. They are telling you from day one all the work that they're putting into this piece, from machining, finding suppliers in, in China, um, Japan, wherever it may be, overseas. Um, they're using their own expertise and learning a lot of things along the way to develop a wristwatch that people are really going to love. Now, the amazing thing is that any brand owner that tells a story or tells the journey of creating this micro brand or this specific piece step by step over, say, a year, sees a huge amount of orders from public release or pre-order on Kickstarter, for example. The reason for this is if you're following those pieces throughout the year, right, let's say 
Post one, I'm talking about designing my first piece. I'm, I want to do a field watch, a dive watch. I'm not sure. And I have asked people in the League of Microbrands, for example, for their opinion. It's very interesting because if I comment on that and I say, I would love to see you design a dive watch. Let's see what you come up with. Uh, looking forward to following the journey. Because I've commented on that, Facebook, for example, will prioritize my viewing of their posts. So next time that person posts, there's a high likelihood that I will see the next post. I will engage with that. And you're entering essentially a completely free sales funnel to get someone to purchase that watch. Now, when it comes, say, one year down the line is is usually a microbrand, uh, in, in, in my experience, a microbrand development time for a watch, um, including tooling, etc., quality control, uh, all the way through to in the office, ready for shipping. We're looking usually at about a year, maybe eight months is the shortest period that I have seen. Now, when it comes to that point, when you post that product finalized and you say, thank you for all your input, it's really appreciated. We're going to be launching on Kickstarter in a week's time. Here's the link, okay? They have seen that story and they're invested in you, they're invested in your brand and they're invested in that piece. So. Compare that to a brand that is not telling a story and they just post, hey, started my Kickstarter. Most people don't even click on that. But if you have been part of that story, they are most likely to get involved and want to be part of the further journey. And that usually ends with them wearing the watch and becoming a loyal supporter of that brand. I can give you one other example that did not go well, a brand that did not tell a story. So I have worked with a lot of micro brands. Um, I've worked with a few that have never sold a piece um, and they need help setting up marketing. They may have a bigger budget for launch for Kickstarter and they want to use ads. They want to use marketing um, to launch their brand and really make a, a big splash. So I've worked with a few of these brands and there's one brand that I worked with and <laughs> it's funny thinking about this now, okay? You can put any amount of money into something. Um, someone can come to me with $30,000 or, or pounds to spend in ads in a week, okay? And <laughs> there's no guarantee that they're going to sell anything from that money. There's absolutely no guarantee. If the branding is off and the story is non-existent, no one's going to buy it. There is no reason for a microbrand fan, someone who lives and breathes horology, to buy a piece that's being shoved in their face using ads. Now, what I told this microbrand when he went to launch is that you need to start telling your story. Now, <laughs> I told this about two months before launch. I said, start telling the story of the brand. And I told this brand owner multiple times, tell the story, tell the story, tell the story every week and nothing. Two days before launch, they posted in a, a microbrand Facebook group about the upcoming launch and said, hey, it's been a long time coming, finally ready to launch my brand. You know, I've been through blood, sweat and tears. This is my brand. Here's a link to the, the Kickstarter. And they post that and the reception is on. It was something like 12 likes um, that resulted when the Kickstarter launched in one of the biggest failures that I have seen in all my time as a horological marketing uh, expert. The reason is, is because when you post your story, two days before something launches, nobody gets engrossed in it because they know that you are panic posting two days before something launches. If you see something two days and they say Kickstarter launches in two days, you know immediately their sole objective is to sell you on that piece. 
so you you're not interested in the story. It doesn't matter. It's not going to work. Um, it is one of the funnier funnier examples of how this doesn't work. Everything I've just said in the past thirteen or so minutes, do not apply that a day or two days or three days before you launch a new piece. It looks bad, and nobody will be interested in what you have to offer. You need to plan out your story because you know that your brand, the watch that you're selling, if you're realistic with yourself, it is not going to be interesting to everybody that is interested in watches. We obviously get a lot of diver fanatics out there that only like divers. So if you launch a field watch, they're not going to buy it. So don't try and sell or cater to everybody. Find your niche and tell your story in relation to that niche and be completely honest with yourself. If the watch is something that interests you and you don't know how to tell your story, why does it interest you? Is there an experience in your life that led you to design this watch that is the reason it appeals to you? Tell people why it appeals to you. I guarantee you, if you do that, you are going to find people naturally who can relate to your story, the things you've been through in life, and will be interested in your brand over another brand that they may have seen through an ad or through an email, etc. That is how selling with a story works. And the brilliant thing about it is that now, because of how we live, everything is so digital. I mean, I'm sitting in Edinburgh right now. It's 10 p.m. Um, I've just finished working on a new launch for, for one of my clients. And I'm sitting here recording this podcast. And I can have this podcast listed on Apple, uh, Audible, etc., half an hour from now, okay? So it's so easy to get content out there. It's so easy to get eyes on your brand using Facebook groups, Instagram, etc. All it takes is consistency, dedication, and the right application of your story, of your knowledge to sell something. So that is a very simple breakdown on selling with your story. If this is something that you would like to hear more about, please do let me know. Um, However, I think this is a very good place to start with our first proper episode of the Mike Brand Marketing Podcast. I hope you found this valuable. As I said, I am going to sit down, I'm going to choose a topic that, that I know about, of course, and I'm going to discuss it. Um, completely open format. I, I take minimal notes before I start recording and uh, put it into your ears. So I hope you found this valuable and have a think. Do what I said, get your notes app. Think about your story and start to tell your story. Put it on your web page, okay? Number one thing that I see that's a huge conversion rate issue with microbrands is the first thing they do on their website when they're selling their pieces is they will list the movement, they'll list the bracelet, they'll, they'll uh, list the loom, they'll list the anti-reflective coating. It's not interesting, okay? We know that someone that goes onto your website who is a fan of microbrands they're going to look at that information anyway. So put it further down the page. Start with the story, something that will draw them in and make them interested in your brand, okay? Now, there's one very important uh, caveat that I would like to state. If you do not have a story or if you're struggling to find your story, look harder and think harder because everyone has a life story. Everyone has a reason they are where they are on this planet and you have a reason that you're designing this piece. Do not, I repeat, do not create an artificial story. It will not work out. Trust me on that. So you need to be very careful and you need to be honest and transparent with your customers. So tell your story. Why have you started your brand? Why have you created this piece? Be honest and put it at the forefront 
always lead with the story. So without further ado, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast uh, episode on selling with story. And I hope to chat to you on the next episode. Thank you for listening, everyone. Have an amazing day. Bye-bye.